Welcome to today's podcast here on Nutty Buddy Entertainment. And today, me and Luke, my friend, continue our discussion on Star Wars. We are going to talk about the sequel trilogy, and we will do it episode by episode. So we are going to specifically, in today's episode, talk about episode 7. And that is coming up right here on Nutty Buddy Entertainment. Okay, so now we're going to move on today and we're going to talk about the sequel trilogy. The sequel trilogy, which is probably the most divisive trilogy among the Star Wars fandom. Um, What I thought we could do, Luke, is we'll kind of take, we'll talk about the series, obviously, the, the trilogy as a whole. But I actually do want to get into each movie specifically because there's so much to get into with these movies okay would you agree with that there is so much (laughs) (laughs) i uh yes i would i would agree that we should talk about each movie individually okay so first let's just do the series as a general um just like we did last time how would you rate the movies within the trilogy as in the order of your enjoyment of watching them uh, for me, it was seven, eight, nine, and it wasn't close. And I talked to a lot of people who say that they thought eight was the worst one of all in whatever. I I very much disagree with that take. As I was watching Rise of Skywalker, I was getting more and more frustrated as the movie was going the first time I watched it. The Last Jedi was much more... I wasn't sure how I felt about it. Like, oh, I'm not sure I feel about this. Not sure I feel about this. But I think it's because the ending, the the ending stuck, like they stuck the landing with the ending on the Last Jedi, which I think left me feeling better about it. Maybe that's what it was. And the Last Jedi was not not that for me. So for for me, it was the Force Awakens first, and then just in order, seven, eight, nine. That's I really really liked seven. But how do you how did you feel about them, Ryan? Okay, so I want to make this clear the, to those who do listen to this podcast. Uh, we are not going to just bash on the sequel trilogy. There's going to be some uh, constructive criticism for it. Obviously, uh, we'll also mention some good things that we did like about it, uh, just so everybody knows. But uh, this would be the least of our favorite, right, Luke? Uh, as far as the trilogies go, I absolutely loved characters that were introduced in the me force too. awakens yeah, and everything that i absolutely i had the highest of high hopes and i still there are things i still enjoyed and mm-hmm. and probably the main thing i liked i thought the actors did a really ridiculously good job for what they were given especially towards the end yeah. but um yeah I have, a, I have a lot of good things to say about him but i have a lot of things that bothered me <laughs> yeah me, me too so um my ranking of the movie is actually a little different than yours i think just in the fact that i like the force awakens obviously that's the same I would probably go Skywalker and Jedi in that order, but I think those two movies are so close to me that if you flip them, I wouldn't care too much. I have a lot of problems with The Last Jedi, um, but we'll talk about that when we get to The Last Jedi. So let's talk first about The Force Awakens. Who are you? I'm no one. to do one thing but I've got 
nothing to fight for. Nothing will stand in our way. I will finish what you started. There are stories about what happened. It's true. focus on the positive a little bit let's talk about what we liked about the force awakens why don't you start luke what did you like about the force awakens maybe just name one thing and then we'll we'll just build off of it okay so the broad overarching thing that i loved about the force awakens was that it felt like a star wars movie mm-hmm. from beginning to end and i know there's people who actually disagree with that because i've gone read it and i read things but i thought the feeling of the movie the entire time it had the the story the plot the 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 family aspect of it with ray it had it had every every part of it felt like i'm watching a star wars movie and this feels really cool and i really like this and it felt so much more promising than anything that was in the prequel trilogy which in their defense in the prequel trilogy they had to match up to what was in the original trilogy right these movies had like wow where could this go yeah what's going to happen and it felt it was such a i don't know i just really like it felt like it felt like star wars that was my yeah. favorite part about it it's just this is a star wars movie i don't know where it's going and it's awesome that's how i felt about force awakens when i saw it i saw it seven times in the theater oh that's crazy yeah <laughs> no. seven times with different we... groups of people every time <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say as as a me and you've discussed through phone calls I was a little iffy on The Force Awakens, to be honest, uh, but I did love a lot of the characters um, where they were going was fascinating to me. Um, were they all going to become Jedi? You know, I think you brought that up, actually, is that the potential of having Poe, Finn and Ray all become Jedi, uh, yeah. which which would have made sense of why Poe was such a good pilot, right? Because he was a good pilot. Uh, I love uh, Kylo Ren to me throughout just just in just this trilogy is probably my favorite character. Um, Snoke. Snoke was interesting. You know, he had, you know, you saw him, but there was still enough mystery. You wonder where he was from, what what he was all about. The Knights of Ren. Um, I was so interested in the Knights of Ren. Okay, so as far as building blocks to a trilogy, I felt like they did a really good job. A really good job. Agreed. And there was there the the argument that would go around around at that time. The general feeling was, well, it's just a clone. It's just a clone of a new hope. Yeah, that was my problem, though. And and that's fair. You are allowed yeah. to have that that issue. My yeah. my counterpoint to that would be that movie was in like 1977. Mm-hmm. There's an entire generation of people that got to grow up with those movies and they didn't get to grow up with anything like this. So yeah. although you can 
say this is too much like this and this is too much like this there's parents with kids who i know who showed their kids that and they absolutely loved it and it was they were able to draw the correlations they thought that was really neat yeah they thought that was cool now again that's just how someone if you wanted to be completely different that's hey more teach their own right but um just from a, a sitting there and watching it and not worrying about what came before it and all that other stuff man did i enjoy it i thought ray was super cool i thought i didn't care that oh it's a it's a girl and this and yeah it's like it's like who cares it's just that she was awesome they gave a female character something really cool to do i didn't like her because she was a girl i thought it was that this idea of her being on this planet all these things happening to her dude i thought it was neat i thought that yeah. that was an enjoyable thing and it's like, well, we don't know anything about her. Yeah, that's what the next two movies are for. You're right, gonna get, exactly. You're yeah. going to get, they're, they're not supposed to know everything about all of this just in right. one movie. Mm-hmm. So I thought just the promise of, of the, the Force Awakening, who we talked about, who maybe they'll all be Jedi. Maybe this will yeah. be the, the man, we're going to go find Luke. This is going to be sweet. They're going to have all this cool stuff. It's going to be fantastic. I, I thought it was, I feel better about Seven than you did. I, I loved it. I mean, now I feel a little differently after the others, but. Right. I and that's, it. Yeah, my favorite. that's, that's one thing though. It's like, it's hard to separate these movies one from another. That's, that's the thing because they're supposed to be a trilogy. Like it's supposed to make sense and it doesn't throughout and we'll get into that. So Finn, Finn to me, cool character, like stormtrooper gone good. Like, right. Like that was a sweet premise that they could have built off of. Um, I guess my, so let me just get into the, the, uh, the new hope thing. Um, and why I had a problem with it just, you know, and it's a minor nitpick because I understand like it, it did feel like star Wars to a lot of people. And it's really in the grand scheme of things, it wasn't a big deal that it seemed like a copycat. And, and that's what it seemed like to me. It was like, we are going to make the same exact movie, but everything is going to be grander. And I'm not talking about with the characters. I'm just talking like with the plot, instead of the empire, we're going to have the first order. Guess what? The first order is going to be bigger than the empire. What did make sense is if you go back to how the Return of the Jedi ended, right? Like the Empire was supposed to be in shambles after Luke Skywalker killed, you know, destroyed the second Death Star. Um, so now they, well, how did this First Order just become this big, powerful machine? Uh, they go from having a Death Star, like a moon, you know, moon shaped planet destroyer, to now a planet shaped planet destroyer right <laughs> like it was basically a planet it's like okay i get it my my point was is like i already seen that i seen that already um it wasn't very original to me uh but again that's just something i guess is a little minor um and no that's fair yeah no, that's that's that, that's a fair thing continue you keep going no no and and so and so like and and we'll we'll it will probably be a, a, a theme throughout this 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 discussion of the sequel trilogy is like just to get a little bit ahead of myself the redemption story for kylo ren for example how he was redeemed i didn't need that we had a redemption story with darth vader i i didn't need another redemption story it would have been kind of neat to keep him the bad guy but i'm getting ahead of myself but my, my point is with episode seven it just felt like a new hope, but grander as far as the plot. And then as far as the rest of it, like throughout the other trilogies, which you 
which you like have questions about, oh, like how did the first order get here? Who is Snoke? Uh, all those interesting stuff. Uh, who's Ray? How does she know how to use the force already? That to me was interesting, right? But the problem now in hind hindsight that I have with the movie is that none of those none of those had satisfying answers. None of them made any sense. And so when you look back at The Force Awakens, it's just, to me, it's just like, uh, you know, so. I, uh, yeah, so taking it on its own, thinking back to when I first watched it, man, I liked it. Mm -hmm. Man, I liked it so much. Yeah. And it's to the point now that I don't even want to watch it. And because of what you said. Yeah. Now, just taking it on its own, though, there were the things that bothered me about it. Uh, spot on that oh well there's a bigger death star so there's yeah. a way to blow it up right yeah so then like they han comes out of <laughs> han comes out of um light speed between the <laughs> between the shields and the like that's not a thing you can gauge like that's just not a thing like, right how are we getting in their shields have a fractional refresh rate. Keeps anything traveling slower than light speed from getting through. We're making our landing approach at light speed. All right, Chewie, get ready. And they they start making up rules, which I didn't realize was going to be a just a a theme for these yep. movies that we're just going to totally. make up our own rules for mm -hmm. how things work, and then. It's just don't worry about it. Just watch the movies. And it's like, well, a lot of what we like about Star Wars is that we understand the the it's it's fake, it's it's all fantasy, but we understand the, the fantasy of it all and the here's how this works, here's how this works, here's how this works. Then when you just start making up your own way of doing things that don't fit in line with the previous six movies and all the TV shows and stuff we've watched, it gets really frustrating. Yeah. So when you just start making up rules, of like, here's how light speed works now. You can do this. That's how we're going to get around that. Here's, and I guess I would have to get into other movies to get into other stuff, but that was, that was a crack yeah. <laughs> in episode seven that yeah. apparently created a whole nother, um, a whole nother plot line of things. And, and then again, looking back on it, we got Luke Skywalker, we got Han Solo and we got Princess Leia. And then we never really got, anything cool with the three of them they were never on screen at the same time which i you assumed was going to happen in the movies and of course when carrie fisher died that that put a wrench in it anyways but then it made you kind of be really frustrated with what they did with luke in episode seven because that set up for nothing between the three of them by episode nine right so it's like well that could have been you could have had a different plot line in place mm -hmm. that would have been it's like well you didn't know that ahead of time okay so that's that's fine um, I really liked, again, oh, and I, I don't know what, what the question was, but we're just talking about it. I really liked when they went to Maz Kanata's little yeah. village there when, when Ray had her vision. was super cool that reminded me of things i've played in video games where you're you're learning as a jedi and the force is showing you stuff right, yep it was super cool it just it felt again it felt like everything i had liked about star wars it was so hopeful 
that this is going to be the coolest thing ever. We're going to get these awesome movies and yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and and that's the thing we kind of talked about, you know, on the phone sometimes it's just like, so George Lucas set up these guidelines, these rules of this universe, these principles that you should have to follow. Right. And um, in the sequel trilogy, they just did not apply those rules. And we'll, like you mentioned, it's going to be a common theme. Now, as far as the lightsaber thing with uh, Mas Kanata, um, like a lot of people are upset that that never got answered. But to me, like I never like I think it was just because everything else that didn't get answered. It was just another thing that didn't get answered. And that's why people were upset about it. I really didn't care that they never answered that question where they got the lightsaber. We're going to have to go into episode eight yeah, to yeah. talk about this stuff. Do you, okay. Is, is there other things we should talk about with seven first? Let, yeah. Let's, um, do you I like Finn a lot? Yeah. Finn oh, go ahead. You great. had a question. You had a question. I didn't know. Sorry. No, no, no. Yeah. So, um, do you have a favorite? Uh, yeah. Let's talk about Finn. Let's talk about Finn because Finn was really cool. Why don't you go ahead and just explain why you liked Finn so much? We had not seen someone like Finn in these movies. Mm-hmm. So, you, you watch, you go back and you, you're thinking about, you know, A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. And you see all these stormtroopers and all these guys. And there's these officers that work in the, in, for, you know, they're, they're the Empire. They're doing this. And it's like, wow, how, who are these guys? How do they get there? What, what, what's their motivation? What's their, what, why are they? So you then see at least one of the guys who's like, no, I'm not doing this. It's like. Well, where'd he come from? The fact that we got any any backstory. He was taken as a kid from his family. He's done this race. All of that was like, that's really cool. I really like that. This is a guy who, and he can actually think for himself. I, w- I would have maybe liked to have seen him interact with some other uh, stormtroopers and then be like, dude, you better, you better do what you're supposed to do. Stop thinking like yourself. I would have liked to have seen something like that maybe. But the, the concept of this being a guy who we've never seen in star Wars. He's competent in a fight because he's been trained to be a stormtrooper. It's like, wait, they've gotten lightsaber training. They get to read the book to get, to get that. <laughs> like you've seen that in the screen, but um, yes, like he, they had the train, they had the other guy, the, the other guy he battled with when he had the lightsaber that they have the, the hand to hand and all that stuff. That right. was really cool. Yeah. They're like, well, how was he able to keep up with Kylo Ren? I think you had to read the book <laughs> to understand that. But um I just liked his character a lot. And the thing is the John Boyega, the actor is a very uh, vibrant presence on mm-hmm. screen. Yeah. So he's a really good actor. So to have him, I never thought, Oh man, it's too bad that Finn's on my screen right now. It's like, Oh man, this guy, I, I liked having him there, which it was just everything about it led to so much promise. And then it was like, Oh, he stood up and did the right thing. He had held his own in the lightsaber duel with Kylo Ren he's not dead so he's we expect him to be healed and him and ray to go and do cool things in the next two movies i thought that was really neat and i I liked everything with him on the screen yeah no i agree i thought that his character arc even through the movie was really cool how he wanted to run away and he didn't want to stand up to the first order and at the very end he stand up to the symbol you know the first order which was kyle wren uh, which makes his actions at the beginning of the last Jedi, a little curious how he then just wanted to run away again. And, you know, like for Ray or whatever, but um, yeah, 
I think his character, I would think most people would say was the most fascinating character in episode seven. And Ray was cool. And uh, Poe, right. Poe was really awesome. Like, how does he know how to fly the way he flies is, is ridiculous. Uh, they, they had a lot of building blocks. One other thing I just want to bring out real quick that I didn't, uh, I had a problem with this movie is the way they kind of made Han you know, Solo. No matter how much we fought, I've always hated watching you leave. That's why I did it. So you'd miss me. I did miss you. What did, what did you not like about Han Solo, Ryan? Okay, so, and, and this is again a theme especially when it comes to the uh, Han and Luke uh, episodes four through six, they had their character arc. Uh, Han Solo was a selfish person who only looked out for himself and did everything, you know, for himself, the way he benefits from whatever episode six, he finds the value of friendship and relationship and he, him and Leia fall in love. And he seems to outgrow that. Episode seven, he's back to where he was in episode four, where he's thinking selfishly, he's doing things for himself. And then uh, he leaves Leia because their son goes bad. It's like, well, that doesn't that doesn't seem right. I thought Han like outgrew that, you know what I'm saying? So I I had a problem with the way they made Han Solo um, because it's kind of like he reverted back to who he was in episode four. That's fair. And I guess for me, I expected to see more resolution to that. Again, I mean, based off what happened in the movie when he gets impaled or whatever and gets thrown off the what I expected to see or understand more of how it got to that point once mm-hmm. Luke got brought into the story. Right. Is is what I mean. Because when when he mentions him and how he used to, he used to know him. So it's something really legitimate happened to cause this rift now looking back on it i think that was really dumb they should have never done that they should have just dropped that plot from the beginning done something completely different um there was no need for for him to be separated what would you have rather seen ryan would you have rather seen a, a different reason for Luke having to be gone and then have have Han, Luke, and Leia be sitting there and talking like old times, nothing wrong? Or are you glad you got what you got with them? Because <laughs> I think pretty much everyone would agree that it was not handled properly. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was not handled the right way So by the time we got Luke and Leia together. Yeah, so since we're talking about like specific things we would have changed, right? Um, as far as this movie, maybe we'll do that for each movie. Um, I would have just had Han and Chewie on a mission for the resistance when they uh, found the um, the Millennium Falcon in space, and that he was still with Leia, and he was running some sort of like whether it was um, you know supplies food maybe uh uh refugees whatever the case may be or resistance members uh from one end to the other end trying to get them to the base you know what i'm saying and then they just run into this ray they find the millennium falcon you could still kind of have the same same incident happen but at least you keep han's character the way we left off on episode six you know you know what i'm saying it wouldn't have been a big change 
I think it all comes back to the fact that of who Ray is. That's it all comes back to that. I think it, it you know, when she touched the lightsaber and Maz Kanata is like, you still have family. Luke's your family. She says her name is Ray, and Han Solo is like, Ray. Hmm. It's like they kind of make it seem like he could know who she is. Mm-hmm. That was all intentional. And then for them to just not have for them to not have that figured out tells you everything you need to know about the story. They didn't know what they were doing from from start to finish. They had two different different two different people, the different directors, the who knows yeah. how many times the the plot was rewritten or the characters' arcs were rewritten. And what you ended up getting was such a bland. Again, in, in episode seven, it didn't matter as much because you were, you're expecting to get more as you go. What you didn't right. expect was that all these different people would have their their say in what was going on to the point that no one's vision was seen through. And so you just got a bunch of, well, it could have meant that or it could have meant that. <laughs> right. But I'm not it, really sure. <laughs> yeah. It, it never made sense. <laughs> right. And that's, and that's the thing is like, I think another problem with these sequels is so with like, especially Luke and Han, right. They, they, they reverted back to who they were in episode four to me, both of them did. Okay. So, and we'll talk about the Luke thing in a second. Um, And then, um, so they had to now redo their character arcs all over again. Right. And it's like, why not, not spend that much time on their character development you just use them as the developed character they are and get us to like these new characters spend more time on developing ray and kylo and finn and poe um to me and and them as a group like we didn't get any group between ray poe and finn and i think until episode nine right they didn't they didn't get together till episode nine really so that's that's what part of the problem is, is they had they spent these guys, uh, these uh, this time on characters that they already had time, three whole movies on three whole movies on. So I don't know. It's a balancing act. I I was fine with seven. I was fine. It just when it first came out, it's just by the time we were done with eight. And I liked the ending and then I went back and realized what happened in the movie and I was pretty ticked off actually at pretty much every decision that was made in that movie yeah. and then liking that one more than nine was frustrating to me as well but yeah do we get so, into eight then yeah yeah what one one other thing um that i might have changed is with the first order um one thing that i thought they could have done which would have just explained how they had a massive army if you're going to do something you did back in the day like so if you're going to bring back like the empire but as the first order why not just bring like the droid army back like just have a massive droid army instead of it then you don't really have to explain hey this guy snoke was waiting 20 years for emperor palpatine to die or or or, or luke to get old or whatever uh i you know whatever because snoke it, it, it all connects to snoke if he's just building this robot army while he's waiting for everything to hit the fan uh it would make a lot more sense than him having this first order just come out of nowhere. It's why they threw that. They had that throwaway line at the start when Hux was like, should, maybe we should go back to a, to a clone or droid army. What was a droid or clone army? But he, said, it was, he, was, he was making the comment. The, the, the comment was made. The statement was made because they needed to justify there being human stormtroopers. That was, that was why. Do you remember that? It was right at the start. I didn't know. 
Gotcha. So there's a line at the start of episode seven after FN one, one, two or whatever his number is. They talk about him, like how he went, he went rogue and didn't, didn't do what he was supposed to do or whatever. And he's the one who's flying around and do all this stuff. I won't have you question my methods. They're obviously skilled at committing high treason. Perhaps Leader Snoke should consider using a clone army. My men are exceptionally trained, programmed from birth. Then they should have no problem retrieving the droid, unharmed. Careful, Ren, that your personal interests not interfere with orders from Leader Snoke. Ben being a human and them having human stormtroopers that could that could technically go rogue, potentially. Yeah. That, that was their justification for it. Now, did it, that, does that mean what you said was wrong? No, you're absolutely right. That, but again, the whole Snoke thing, they also just threw out the window in episode eight. So it didn't actually matter <laughs> what would have happened in episode right. seven. So, so that, that's the problem. So we got to get into episode eight, and that's what we're going to do now. But real quick, just to sum up episode seven, it was very promising. We loved some of the characters, some directions they were going. And although we had kind of uh, nitpicks, both of us, uh, we appreciated the movie overall and where we thought it was going to go. Thanks so much for listening today, guys. My name is Ryan. This is Nutty Buddy Entertainment, and we just broke down Episode 7, Star Wars The Force Awakens. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. Look forward to me and Luke's conversation on Episode 8 that's coming out soon. If you want uh, updates about like when that's coming out, join me at nuttybuddy underscore entertainment on Instagram or Twitter. Also, you can email me at nuttybuddy at gmail.com if you have any thoughts in regards to the sequel trilogy as well. Thanks again for listening. This is Nutty Buddy Entertainment, and we will talk to you guys next time.